Greetings and welcome to another special episode of Out the Box Talks. I'm your host, Krill. We are at episode 51. I want to thank all of our listeners. Last week, we celebrated episode 50. I didn't do any interviews uh, because I just wanted to give a time to breathe and, and, and just, you know, reflect on all that I've done within this year for Out the Box Talks. But we're back on it. We are episode 51. We got another really dope artist that has been doing this thing for quite some time now. And I'm really excited to have him as our feature for today's show. He goes back to a group called Diamond District, uh, who actually released an album called In The Rough in 2009 on Mellow Music Group. I was a huge fan of The Collective and The Project which also features three MCs, right? Um, YU as well as um, Odyssey and the other member who we'll talk to today. Uh, they also released a project called March on Washington in 2014, which is really, really dope as well from Diamond District. And he's went on to put out a number of solo projects from the Monumental 2 project in 2011, to Color the Gray in 2013, and the Elu Volume 1 and 2. And recently, within this year, his Culture Over Corporate Volume 1 and Volume 2 projects that got released within 2020. So I'm specifically going to be talking to him about the Culture Over Corporate projects and the whole theme and message behind it. And we'll also get a chance to talk to him a little bit more about his history and other aspects of his artistry today. So without further ado, I would like to welcome to our Out the Box Talks listening audience, Brother Hailing from the city of D.C., Washington, D.C., to be exact. Welcome to Out the Box Talks, Brother Uptown XO. Yo, yo. What's up? What's up, world? What's going on, man? What's good? Happy to be here, man. What's up? What's up, XO, man? You know, um, I'm so happy to have you finally on the show. As I was telling you a little earlier before we we jumped on the actual show, that I I was fortunate to be able to interview brothers like Odyssey and YU of Diamond District. So it's kind of dope to kind of finally have you complete in that group on Out the Box. Right, so right. Very Appreciate happy to you, have you here, brother. I'm glad to be here, man. Indeed. So talk to me, man. You are from, are you in D.C. right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uptown. Okay. I, I live uptown. You know, that, 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 that's my, you know, uh, that, that's technically my first name in the, in the rap world, Uptown XO. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, but, um, Uptown XO. Uptown is like Northwest, George Avenue, like Howard University area. Dope, dope, dope. The reason why I ask you, because I'm like, man, we are still kind of awaiting results from the election. Like, what's the climate of D.C. right now? Like, and, and you could just even talk about the hood. Like, you know, what's what's the mentality right now? Well, we, we just had some protests uh, mm. recently. Uh, young, young, young kid got killed uh, oh, on a bike. Um, on, on, on the chase from the police and the, and the police wasn't supposed to be chasing them on the bike. So everybody was uh, riding and all that. So we, that's really the focus here. Uh, 
I guess I guess when that's like dying down to even be I guess it's equal with the election as far as the energy, you know what I'm saying? Right, but that's right. mainly the focus here, you know what I'm saying? But um as far as in the hood and everything, it's policy as usual, man. Anybody stressing that drink, man. Everybody know uh, you know, what's going down. You know what I mean? You know, in D C we got a little, like a little different perspective, you know what I'm saying? I always say like this the rental office and all the states is like uh, apartment buildings, you know what I'm saying? USA is one building, you know what I'm saying? It's the rental mm-hmm. office right here. Right, you know what right. So, uh, 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 we, 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 we know what's going on, you know what I'm saying? When you run a company, any title, you know what I'm saying, of president, you know what I'm saying, that's just a fancy word for uh, manager. So it's a sophisticated word for manager, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But the manager, you know, he gets uh, information, his, his, his uh, intentions come from the high, higher up, from the CEO, you know what I mean? So, um, we'll never see who that is. You know what I'm saying? I guess we're in the Wizard of Oz right now. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because um, I, I just want to let the family and the, and the people listening know, like, we're actually pre-recording this show. So when this show usually is on a Friday, by the time this show is, we'll probably know who our president is. But I just wanted to check in with you just to see what the, you know, the temperature is out there in D.C. But I totally understand, man. And I'm so sorry to hear about the brother that, you know that that incident that happened to that brother, man. It's crazy. So good. Yeah. So um, as always with the beginning of the shows, I like to give the artists an opportunity to give a little history about themselves, just to tell the you know the listeners out there like how you got started. Like, when did this thing of becoming an MC and artist become a reality for you? Where did it all begin? It was um. Uh... It was subtle, almost like how how the seasons change. It like just crept in, you know what I'm saying? And then when I when I looked up, I was rapping, you know what I'm saying? But it started from like a small scene. I think it was an argument with my mother or something. We was it was a little tension in the household and I wanted to relieve some stress. So um I just started writing one day, you know what I'm saying? And um I started writing to like relieve my stress like when i was stressed out you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. about life and just like how we was living at that time you know what i mean it was like a lot to have anxiety worried about worries about getting get being evicted you know what i'm saying living mm-hmm. unstable in the single parent household living in the hood you know what i'm saying living from place to place neighborhood to neighborhood you know what i'm saying indeed so um i started writing on some like coping mechanism type type tips so i, 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 I was writing for a minute but then um i remember in high school, uh, when I moved to Maryland, um, it was like these guys from New York, they would always be like the last guys in the cafeteria, you know what I'm saying? And me, I was a knucklehead, you know what I'm saying? Skipping class and mm-hmm. a mischief maker, so I, I would have cafeteria duty, meaning I had to like take everybody lunch tray and like had it walk walk at every table and throw the lunch away, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They'd be the last dudes ciphering, you know what I'm saying, in the cafeteria. Everybody already rolled out, you know what I'm saying? These dudes trying to finish up their cipher, you know what I'm saying? So I jumped in their cipher one day and end up, like, befriending all of them and, like, really getting under their wing and, like, uh, they taught me, you know what I'm saying, how to how, how to ride about with it. One, one guy from that crew, um, my man Cornell, he's, he, uh, like, a GM at uh, Complex Magazine, you know what I'm saying? My other guy, Richard Foster, he went to work with Bad Boy, like these guys. You know what I'm saying? Wow. They just like they 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 was hustlers in their own right. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know they, they you know they they want they had the energy that they they, they that they wanted the world to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I you know I was successful in my own right. 
you know, making coming back to the city and making a name for myself, you know, as an artist, you know what I'm saying? So uh, when I, I used to go down U Street on um, the age 16, that's where I met Odyssey and YU and um, a lot of other people that, you know, started seeing me and giving me beats and stuff like that and taking me into the studio and um, almost like being being a, being a shepherd to my sheep, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Almost. So I, I, I was guided by some good OGs Mm-hmm. But when we seen each other, we already knew each other. But that was when we formally 
like Matt, 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 you know what I'm saying? Right. Because we were, both had a name for us. So then that's when we did the Monumental, the Monumental 2, Colode Gray, and the Elu, and started the Elu brand, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Which is uh, everybody ain't like us, everybody ain't like you. you know I mean, we learn how to brand, I learn how to promote and market through doing street promotion and being with Kenny Burns, a lifestyle specialist. So I, I, I said, we let, let's promote something, um, a mentality, you know what I'm saying, that's just beneficial for us, self-empowerment, right. you know what I'm saying? AB came up with the acronym, ELU, everybody ain't like us, everybody ain't like you. You know, so even after that, that inspired me to come up with another a brand, another slogan that can empower us. So, so we empower ourselves. Now let's empower each other after we empower ourselves. So we, I got, we got Elu. Everybody ain't like us. Everybody ain't like you. And then we got culture over corporate. You know what I'm saying? Yes. After yes. we build ourselves up, let's help build each other up. You know what I'm saying? Let's help invest in each other and have that Black Wall Street mentality with each other and see the, see the actual value in our in, in ourselves and in, in our energy and our power and our dollar. Um, in our product, um, and yeah. not unconsciously empower our oppressors. You know what I'm saying? Even, even, even like uh, in our culture, how we made Versace. You know what I'm saying? In DC, I know we made Versace and Kooji. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Biggie mm-hmm. came down there and got that flavor from us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When Puffy was down there going to Howard. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So you you understand you know the, the power of the people. Yeah, I understand the power that like yeah. anything we say. Go, it's it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's going to go. Same thing with how in Brooklyn, up New York. What, what part of New York are you from? Well, I'm originally from Brooklyn, but, you know, I'm in the Harlem area as well. But you know about Polo, from Harlem to Brooklyn. Yeah, you know about of course, Polo. of course. Low life, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ralph Lauren ain't coming through uh, 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 Utica ever. Ralph yeah. Lauren ain't, 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 ain't coming up uh, 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 Dykeman either, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Dapper Am Dan. I lying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, am I lying? But, but we going to make them rich? You know what I'm saying? Like, like nah, like, we got to get behind Dapper Dan and we got to get behind the people we know and empower us. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when we walk independent and when we get that independence and that 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 that, that uh, self-sufficient culture Indeed. that other, other cultures have, you know what I'm saying? We're not going to care about, you know, What's what? Because we're going to be good regardless. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, no matter who's the president, all the people that own the corner stores in every hood, they're going to be good regardless. Am mm-hmm. I lying? Nah, you right. You right. They're going to hold it you down. Yeah. No matter who the hell is the they, president. The like, wheels got to keep that turning. The corner stores in yeah. every block, they're going to be good regardless, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we need to have that mentality. You know what I mean? They're yes. making money off us. Indeed. So hold that thought so uptown, because I, I, I got yeah, yeah. I got a lot that I want to get into you, so I don't want to go too far off. Um, but you no you doubt, definitely no you definitely <laughs> on it. You definitely on it. Uh, I just take it a little bit back to um, your relationship with Odyssey and Diamond District. Can you tell me how the In the Rough? Because I I just remember when In the Rough came out. I was just blown away by the sound. Like talk a little bit about how that project was materialized into something that became so special like did you guys know that it was going to have that impact when you guys were working on it like how did it didn't know manifest? we didn't even know we were just brothers man doing music organically and odyssey really had that intention he produced it and had the concept for the album mm-hmm. for a minute and we sat on it for a minute and, and it took years really to make that that album for for us sitting with the beats for a minute, right. having the concepts, 
and was like, all right, we're going to be writing about this for this song. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what everybody come up with. You know what I'm saying? No rush, no nothing. You know what I mean? Indeed. No label like, all right, we got to turn it in this time. You know what I mean? So nice. it, 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 everything was made in a pure state. You know what I'm saying? Got everything it. was pure, organic, natural. And you and guys were all in the same room? Huh? Like, was it, was it, how, how did y'all record yeah. it? Y'all were in the same space? Odyssey, uh, I had moved to the city. He had moved to Northeast. Mm-hmm. And he had moved to um, Six and I, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the, off like 8th Street, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So he was still in you know D.C. at all, the time. Yeah. Dope. So we, we did the whole album right there on Six and I. Wow. The Diamond District in the Rough album was recorded on Six and I Street, Northeast. And anybody nice. want to like landmark that, like when they come to DC, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. The landmark. That's that's good to know. No doubt. Like when you when you go to Six and I, you see that apartment building. The whole Diamond District album is recorded right there. Be careful though. It's the hood. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, and then I mean, you guys went and you released, you know, March on Washington in 2014, which was dope. But it to me, it 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 didn't have the no, I'm not gonna say this. It still had the essence, but I just, I'm just, I think in the rough just has the slight edge. But I thought uh, March on Washington was really, really good too. It was in the vein of of what we usually get from Diamond District. So that's good. I, I'm glad that you um you shared that. I always kind of wanted to know like the story as to how it became so dope, and 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 it, and it makes sense because a lot of projects that tend to be really good, it's that organic feel that is able to present that. So that's dope. Yeah, Odyssey, Odyssey had the whole vision for that. And he had the um he said I wanted to make an album uh for DC that would would be reminiscent to like a classic uh hip hop album. Nice in the nineties, you know what I'm saying? In the nineties. So since we never had like a classic nineties hip hop album, just that shit right there. You know what I'm saying? From Washington DC. I and mean, it's like that happened. That's what he thought, that's what he wanted, that's what he got, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, I'm one of the best MCs, in my opinion, on it. And he said, XO, why you? Dope, XO. dope. So, fast forward to 2020. Um, the project that, well, I, I got to say, big ups to Drew Dave, because I did an interview with him years ago as well. And he yeah. hit me up on Twitter early in the year, and he was like, yo, check this out. And I didn't even realize that like when he sent it to me before I even looked at it, I was like, oh, a new project for him. I thought it was an instrumental project. And then I saw it was actually a project that he produced featuring you. So it, it, it intrigued yeah. me even more because I was already familiar with you. Tell me a little bit about this whole culture over corporate theme. Like what was the inspiration for you going with this this title? Um, yeah, like I was saying a little bit before, like mm-hmm. with the when, when we had the Elu albums out, and that, and I seen the effect that that brand had on people. You know what I'm saying, as far as like what it meant mm-hmm. and um, how, how it resonated. You know, um, almost like the, a ripple water effect. You know what I mean? And then like uh, over time, I was seeing how, uh, um, uh, you know, like people was coming out with liquors and. You know, uh, all these other things, products that, you know, like, uh, that really is not beneficial to our community. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like another ra- another rapper with a liquor, you know, is is, is is that good for us? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, 
people that only uh benefits the individual. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like the that that in the that the the in the the, the individual self determination, you know what I'm saying, has, has become so great that we overlook doing things that would be beneficial for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So the cultural corporate album is really promoting the mentality for everybody to have that uh, want for your brothers, but you want for yourself mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is a line you say on the album too. Yeah. That I want to talk to you about. Yeah. yeah. Dope, dope. So that make that makes a lot of sense, uh, and uh, you know it, it's one of those titles that you hear and you're like, I, I know it has something of substance to it, but you know I wanted to give you a chance to kind of break it down. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I'm, I want to come out with a book for for too though, like really That's breaking dope. it down, or really like I really want to keep promoting that brand because when you look at that brand, that brand is just promoting the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm almost like uh, Coca-Cola is a brand that promotes a mentality as well. You know what I'm saying? But you know, soda is not really beneficial for for a person. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. You know, actually, it's going to do more harm to us. It's going to do more harm to us than good in a subtle way. So we're not going to feel it immediately. But the long-term effect is going to be so detrimental. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of other products. Right, right, that's right. Beneficial, that's beneficial now for the pockets, but it's detrimental for to, for us in the long run. You know what I mean? Indeed, indeed. Uh, now, when you say culture over corporate, I take that you're you're specifically talking about um, what's the word that 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 gets thrown around a lot? The um, the culture vultures, right? Or the 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 ones that are taking from the culture mainly for profit, but not. Exactly. giving back right to the the growth and the and the development of the culture you know for the you know to to the people exactly almost like we in in line on one of the albums that said Asians put their kids through college with mumbo sauce mm-hmm. Asians you know like uh in low this you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. no disrespect but uh um you know like in the corn stores we got the curry outs you know what I'm saying Mm. Three-range fried rice, mumbo sauce. That's what we do here in D.C. You know, that's something that, you know, our people here have made popular. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we've coined that so much. A food that's like, uh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 we made it us. Yeah, you know indeed. We made it us and we made it a part of our culture. The three-range fried rice, mumbo sauce. That's like a token D.C. thing. But, you know, it didn't come from us. So we made something that even wasn't from us, us. And then we popularized it. They send their kids to college with mumbo sauce alone. That's a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Like, I, like, so it's like we, 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 we got to have, we got to recognize our powers. Like, we, we don't recognize our power. And then things is happening to us because we don't recognize our power. Got it. Things got happening it. to us by the police. The oppression is happening to us because we don't recognize our power. Almost like a kid that may be getting bullied at school that hasn't opened up the door of courage in his heart yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he can go to a different school, different school, different school. You can run into the same problem. The parents will be baffled. Like, I'm trying to figure out why. What's wrong with my kid? He keeps going to the school, blamed on the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But right. the person that opened up that door of courage, and the courage comes with understanding. You know what I'm saying? It's like, then, then, then once we get that as a people, we can stand up to the bullies of the world. Right. And take take some of their attributes, you know what I'm saying? Then we can really, you know what I mean? Like, do it. But until then, 
it's like uh you know the person that doesn't try fails you know what i mean mm -hmm. like that's just it yeah you know yeah yeah the person that don't try fails man the you gotta try to think and try to think past what we already have right now even the options of votes but it, but it'll come right you know what i'm saying but it's like for us, for us, we've been distracted so much. We only gonna unify when it gets close to the, the, the desperation. You know what I'm saying? When wow. we got to get together. You know what I'm saying? That's the only time it's gonna happen. Yeah, and the reason why I ask you to clarify that because when you know, like you said, when you say uh, culture of a corporate, you're not necessarily against business, right? Or the idea of us enterprising, but um, just the the taking advantage of the culture and us being able to really cash in on what we create too. You know. And yeah. inconveniencing ourselves mm. and having a militant discipline to only empower each other. So, for example, when I walk outside, I only have on local brands, like for my neighborhood. Like people, uh, we, DC is one of the first places that created streetwear. So, there was like people that was really from the street that created their own clothing brands. They had them clothing brands lit popping. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When the Jordans come out, they're making clothes that go with the Jordans. Yeah. Like, back in 1985, we was doing that. Now you got Supreme, and now you got uh, 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 a whole host of other brands that's out. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, nah, that's not uh, brand chase. Let's yeah. chase uh, empowerment, you know, self-empowerment. Yeah. Right? And that's self-sufficiency. Cause that's the only way we're gonna be self sufficient. We gotta put the Gucci down. We gotta put, you know what I mean? I still wear Gucci, but it's gonna be my glasses or my wallet or something. Or my, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my socks, my on my shoes, but my socks and my fit is gonna be a local brand. Every yeah. time I walk out the door, wearing it like it's mine. I want some, and wearing it in a fly way. It's like a conversational piece that makes people ask, "Where you get that from?" And I'm talking about who what, what the brand is about what it is you know what i mean and it works yeah especially okay. when it like matches it with other aspects of your wear like you said like your kicks like your you know it's nothing like i know what that's like you know growing up in brooklyn just being able to say i got i got the newest kicks but um I got to get the outfit that works with it. I got to get the fitted hat or the, <laughs> I got to make it work, you know, like, and you step out and you like, you feel fresh. It builds your confidence. So I, I, I totally understand, you know, the aesthetic that you speak about. So talk to me about Drew Dave. Like how did he become involved in uh culture of a corporate volume one? Why'd you um, choose to work with him? having a culture of a corporate mentality, I, I have to work with the producers uh -huh. from this town. You know what I'm saying? From this town and with this, and using this particular sound of hip-hop that we have. Indeed. Incorporating go-go with hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? I like it. So I, 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 I knew that he could do that. You know what I'm saying? So that we could make a distinction. So, so the music itself could be, could, could, could be a distinction from every everything else that's out here. And something that may have been forgotten, you know what I'm saying? Something that people got on the Diamond District dream when you heard the streets going, let me chill, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, that that was a sample from a go-go record, you know what I'm saying? Wow. That's a different style of sampling right there, you know what I'm saying? We first did on riding, and then I bought this the, 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 uh, go-go sample to Odyssey, like, yo, take Big G voice and put it, um, he already made the beat, but I was like, take his 
voice and make it a, a sample on some like DJ Premier type shit. The sample like Go Go Chant, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That we know, you know what I'm saying? So that was that was like a ride, and that was the ride and stuff. One of the first joints me honestly did that had the city buzzing. Wow. Let me ask you something. How involved are you in helping the producer to select the sounds for culture over corporate? Like, I know Kev Brown is on on part two, and I like the fact, I I almost felt like that was the direction you were going into because Drew Dave, I know, is from the DMV area as well as Kev Brown. But I'm just curious to know, yeah. like, because this is a this is a brand, right? Or this is this this is a movement or something bigger that stands for something. Yeah. How involved it's are you yeah. in influencing the producer in terms of what you want the sound to sound like? Um, well, well, for the first project, I really just gave Drew Dave the concept, and he really produced it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really kicked ass with that joint, you know what I'm saying? He did, he did. Um Kev Brown, I wanted to um uh just touch on it again before I uh, almost like a um closing out of a chapter before mm. I start the next you know what I'm saying? Got it. And to to clarify and reiterate certain points, you know what I'm saying? Got it. Let me ask you, is there so there's a part two now and I, I guess the biggest difference, like I, yeah, the, yeah. The, the biggest difference I see between the two is that one is actually longer. One is nine tracks. The other one is about five tracks. Was that something intentional? Why you made part two yeah. more of an EP? Yeah, something intentional because I just, I just wanted to give the people something right quick. You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's probably been a minute since I dropped something, but it's giving something right quick. You know what I'm saying? Before I, before I drop this next bomb, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people, needed a project with me and Kev Brown because that never happened before. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So so I, so I was trying to just like channel with that, with the culture over corporate mentality, like what what is good for the culture? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm, I'm working, I'm doing those type of projects. I could dig it. I could dig it. Is there going to be a part three to this series? It is, yeah. And that's oh. going to close it out. That's going to close mm. out the music part of the culture over corporate but the brand itself will continue but the music started it you know what i'm saying wow you know you already got me wondering who's gonna produce part three right because i'm like you already got drew dave and 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 kev brown i mean you don't have to say who it is but i'm like i wonder if it's this person yeah, or this yeah. person i'm gonna keep it under wraps well yeah yeah no doubt no doubt but i'm already like yeah. who's gonna be next from the dmv that's a producer but i like it i like the i like the direction yeah. So I want to talk to you about some of the lyrics from uh, Culture Over Corporate. Okay. So I'm one of the things that I'm I'm big on is really tapping into some of the lyrics from certain MCs and getting deeper understanding of the lyrics and just expounding in questions f- by referencing some of the lyrics. So I want to okay. actually start by um, referring to there's a song on Culture Over Corporate one. W- where you actually it's called cc song for cc and really one of my favorites off the album like it just hits you know the beat the flow the rhymes everything just hits right away it sounds like you're when you listen to the song it kind of reminds me of like common's conversation to hip-hop 
So that's kind of what that's I That's exactly I get. what I took it for. I took it for comedy. Oh, uh, oh yeah. wow. Okay. And it, I, I really it. wanted to ask you, like, what was that exactly it? Were you, what is, when you were referencing CC, is CC actually hip hop? Like, tell me, talk CC to me about the inspiration. City. Okay. CC is Chocolate City. And Got the gentrification that's going on in Chocolate City, she looked different from back in the day, almost like Carmen's song, I Used to Love Her. You know right. what I'm saying? The, right. city, the city's never changed. Just like hip hop has changed, hip hop got more corporate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And polished up and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 CC is Chocolate City. You know what I'm saying? I took the chocolate, the CC Chocolate City from Parliament Funkadelic. They album Chocolate City. They got have it. an album called Chocolate City. So they they referenced CC on that album. I took that and I took something from Common. You know what I'm saying? And made a new thing, taking uh, elements that already exist. I made a new thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I can see it. I can see it. Alchemy, alchemy. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Got it. L- lyrical alchemy. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. in, in the 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 play on the word, you know, the letter CC, because I thought, oh, maybe he, maybe he's referencing the actual title too. Did, was that something that you 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 thought maybe it could have a double entendre on, like a a double meaning, the chocolate city culture of a corporate? It, it does. Right. Culture over corporate. Right. You know what I'm saying? CC, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Now, you you have another track that really stood out to me. It's called Pimp Harder Part 2. And in the opening line, you start off by saying, life is a maze on purpose. It only stops being that way when you look beneath the surface. Now, just looking at that, that quote, looking beneath the surface, if you had to apply that, to something that falls under or falls within what we would consider the quote unquote status quo. Give me an example yeah. of what that would be. Almost like um before I like really fell in love with hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. being on U Street, right? Before I was on, on, around U Street, I I didn't know about like 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 the importance of Dilla and Tribe and all that, you know what I'm saying? But when I get on U Street, I'm around connoisseurs who are almost like uh, have, have like a sensei, uh, 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 you know, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, I'm like a young ninja. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I was trained under them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now I'm a connoisseur, and being a connoisseur, I'm getting, I'm acquiring all this information and knowledge that's changing me, and I'm getting it from uh, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, 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 like. That 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 really affected me. You know what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Being being even more in tune now after being around. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That that's why I met Odyssey. That's why I met YU. And um, my my outlook on music changed, and I began to look beneath the surface. You know, being around these guys because mm. you know people that's connoisseurs we're looking beneath the surface. They digging in the crates. Yeah, you know they already. After, yeah. After, after, that's a you know good. That's that a good analogy. They're sifting through. They're sifting through information, trying to find what they're looking for. But they're willing to sift through all the information. They see the information in it, and they're acquiring that information as they sift through. It's not yeah. like it's just void. Yeah. They're learning while they're looking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then I begin. I begin to learn while I was looking. You know what I'm saying? The the quote is is powerful for me, right? Because. When I think about beneath the surface and I just look at generally what 
we perceive as the status quo or what 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 exists today, right? A lot that you know, there's that thing where they say, um, you know, don't look at things for face value, right? Or look a little bit beyond what you're being presented. I feel like a lot of people are blinded by, you know, what the perception, maybe the media wants to put out there. And I'm just curious to know just from your thoughts, like, what do you think, why do you think it's so difficult for some people to just look beneath the surface or want to take that next step to uh, see beyond what is being projected to them that could almost become, you know, a falsehood? The corporations is, is, is bombarding the people with uh, too much promo for a person to be able to take time and look within. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. That's, that, 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 that's why the, 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 the more they've been able to bombard us, you've seen the change in, even in music from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s to the early 2000s to now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The music have changed just like we've changed. The subject matter. Yeah, you know the the the, the 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 intricate details. How we used to write now was more so just blatant, flat out. So the the the, the you know uh, the, uh, you know the Basquiat yeah is appreciated now versus the um, Leonardo da Vinci and and you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. And, and, That's and, a and good. the Mona Lisa, the Mona Lisa compared to the Basquiat. That's where we at now. Though. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. We appreciate that type of art and flow and that type of thing now, even based on, um, uh, you know, really the corporations. So it's like they have control now over what we we like, but we the ones who dictate what everybody likes because yeah. they're using us for that. They're the young artists that they sign record deals to that are gullible, they don't even, they're not even firmly and deeply rooted in information to make a uh, effective decision to benefit right. the people. You know what I'm saying? To continue on with Malcolm and Martin was doing, you know what I'm saying? Indeed. And the, the, the circumstances we've, we've been put in, it, it, it got it got everybody thinking desperate. They know that. They capitalizing off that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Sign this record deal with McGee or Mill, you know what I'm saying? Then, then it becomes, uh, that, that, that self-determination becomes a person's God at that point, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, I, I'm, so I'm glad that you, uh, you're, you're referencing today's music because... You know, when you think about beneath the surface, like I'm a big lyric head, right? So I listen to lyrics and I listen to the point where um, I want to really get an idea of what the artist meant. Like what you were saying with like the, um, the, 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 what is it? The Mona Lisa and the Da Vinci and like, you, you know, you really would have to sit there and look and uncover some of the, the, the deeply layered messages behind the art. Right. And, that's what I actually um, enjoy about hip hop. But I feel like yeah. nowadays people don't even have an appreciation for hip hop from a lyrical standpoint. Uh, it's more from a, a vibe. Um, how you say exactly. a vibe, that's a that. hype, a beat, you know, a flow. That's it's, why I brought up the Basquiat. Yeah, because yeah. when you look at his art, it's not as technical as... Leonardo da Vinci, as far as the technical details that right. you would see, just like the technical details that we used to describe lyrically, like yeah. artists like Cannabis and all that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Now, like Rakim, where you, yeah, right. They yeah. just appreciate uh, blatancy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah, I mean, you would listen to a record. You might listen to a record like a, a like a real good sci-fi movie. 
you you go back and you you watch the movie again and you see stuff that you didn't catch. You know what I mean? And and that was how it used to be. I mean, there's still a lot of MCs that's doing that, although they you know a lot is in the underground. But like to be able to be able to say, yo, I'm gonna go check this out again, and then I'm like, wow, I didn't realize he said that. And that resonated. And then sometimes, like, years later, you 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 grow and you mature and you learn new things and you go back to a wreck. He's like, oh, that's what he meant. And you get that, like, 10 years later, you know what I mean? So you had to live, man. Yeah. You had to live a little to understand Stand it. what yeah. the bomb meant. Word. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of stuff Jay-Z was talking about. It was, it was coded, you know what I'm saying? In yeah. an artistic way, almost like, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the Mona Lisa, you know what I'm saying? Or... The what is the uh, Michelangelo did the, the, the painting on the ceiling? You know what I'm saying? Right, definitely. Like you had to decode it because it was so much intricate detail. That's how that's how lyrically advanced we were. We can be compared to Michelangelo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. like now, you know, like I said, it's, 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 it it can change up. You know what I'm saying? The, the corporations and dumb people's minds down to, I guess, not appreciate. The, the tech, the technical shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? The detail. What do you think it'll take for us to get back to that place as a, as as listeners, as fans of the art, like collectively? What do you think it would take for us to get back to, you know, appreciate appreciating the technical aspects of hip hop? I think uh, the appreciation is for the people who um, are on that search. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like I like I was, yeah. And um, they would they they would have to be, um, almost like sucked in accidentally, like a sinkhole. Like that dude is fell into the sinkhole of New York. Yeah, that's how I fell in. You know what I'm saying? It was an accident. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And uh, I, I I stumbled upon it accidentally. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is for me. You know what I'm saying? Dope. And um, you know. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That I makes think, sense. Yeah. So um, also on Pimp Harder too, you have a skit where I believe it's Ice T speaking, where he says at the very very beginning, the at the end of the day, there's only one game: you either work for somebody or you have people work for you. Now, yeah. when you think of your journey yourself, you know, and I, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you currently? Do you currently see yourself as an entrepreneur? Definitely, um, okay. I was an entrepreneur. Uh, doing the open mic, running dope, it, dope. you know what I'm saying? Paying, paying the person at the door, paying security, paying the DJ, organizing all that, getting the flyers ready. I learned all that from uh, promoting in the streets, you know what I'm saying? So I, I learned and I applied what I learned to be more self-sufficient and have the freedom. Um, Got it. And the, network, and the network gave me that support, you know what I'm saying? And every club, I end up knowing all the security guards at every club, they see me on the ground. They see, I was grinding so hard the nice. opportunity was presented to me to be able to do do a night, and you know, boom, everything is me at the door. Right. You know what I'm I, f- I figured you were. I just wanted to uh, clarify before I move further into the question. So, um, yeah. like I said, when you think about your journey yourself to become an entrepreneur, and not yeah. necessarily having to work for someone else, what yeah. was the defining factor that made you take the leap forward, and what were the results that made you see? or confirm for you that you had taken the right step and you were going to be all right? So there's a two-part question. So the, yeah. the first part is me just asking you, like, what 
what motivated you to just go straight leap forward into entrepreneurship, not having to work for someone else, working for yourself? And then when, when and after you took the leap, what were the results you saw that made you satisfied in the decision that gave you that confirmation that, you know what, I did the right thing. I felt good that I made the right yeah. step. Okay. Um, and, and I would just call that exercising. How did I get to exercise my faith? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's how I would say that. Like, I, I stumbled upon the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Just working hard. The opportunity was, was presented to me to have my own night at the club. You know what I'm saying? I get the door, and I got a percentage at the bar. Like, boom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I already knew, he knew I knew what to do, and he would just, like, do it. And I was, like, 22 at the time. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, uh, I was working and doing that at the same time and uh, put up the money for because I was working. I had the money to put up and pay for everything and pay for the expenses and whatever. Um, and the expenses wasn't that much. He wasn't even asking for no bread up front. It was like, we're going to be here. Just had the people show up. The bartender going to be here. The security going to be here. We just figure out everything else at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. Mm. He knew I could do it, though. I didn't see it in me, but he, somebody saw something in me. So, you know what I'm saying? So, just like Odyssey when he was like, yo, let's form this group down in the district. You know what I'm saying? Because I see something in you. Mm-hmm. So, dude, seeing something in me gave me the opportunity, and I was working, and I got sick while I was working. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit because, like, the, the, the chemicals at my job, I was cleaning carpet, that little carpet truck and all that, and was going into all these different hoods and cleaning dirty apartments, you know what I'm saying? And started messing with my lungs and couldn't breathe. So I was like, I gotta quit this joint. And I could quit because I could I was getting money every Monday night at, at this spot, you know what I'm saying? And it's no limit to how much money that I could make. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So so that, so that's how I got this guy, you know, you know, boom. That that was my block, you know what I'm saying? My block was clicking now. I got I got a new block, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, come, coming up, I was already in the streets. So and I knew certain fundamentals. So I was just, boom, learning how to apply it in a good way. You know what I'm saying? And I did it. Mm. Wow. Right? What what keeps you motivated on that path? What makes you say, you know what? I, you know, because, you know, being an entrepreneur is not an easy path, but... I, I'm I I imagine and and I'm aware that there's a lot of rewards that come with it. Like, what would you say keeps you on your p's and q's on that path and keeps you motivated? It's a lot of um, it's just freedom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Getting that getting that ultimate freedom that in, in your time, which is a person's real estate for real. For real. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- that that's what that allowed me to have. Because once I had that, all my time was freed up. And so I had to work on Mondays, basically. And I worked four Mondays out the month. Wow. And I'm basically, I, I throw parties for a living, basically, now. You know what I'm saying? And my parties, I, I got, like, people that's performing, and then we party afterwards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was living off that for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And then doing rap, too, getting, you yeah. know, buzzing with the rap. And I was out of town. And had my homies run the joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On tour with Odyssey. On tour with Odyssey. Had my homies run the joint. I'm coming back. I, I'm, 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 I'm running it from Europe. I got my homies at the spot. We be wop. They handling everything. We be wop. I go back, pick the bread up. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. With clicking. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's then, interesting because the the line of 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 um business that you're in, it, it, it correlates with 
your music, right? Because it's the same kind of yeah. entertainment feel. Do you find that, um, you know, ha- being being in a business, you know, being an entrepreneur in a business that's related to your your artistry has been helpful in in terms of um the connection definitely to both yeah definitely it's definitely been helpful and, yeah. and, and just have an understanding and have more having more of an intention past just making music you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um that that's where you know the elu brand that's when i when i first came up with the uh shirts and stuff and um uh hats and stuff like that and um, you know, really trying to like brand and make money off, you know, the, yeah. the people gonna support me and buy my album, they'll buy a shirt too, and they'll buy a hat. Right. And I mean may may buy some socks, you know what I'm saying? Yep, and, and then you, you know, got the club, the so people that probably come out to the club, you you know, you could debut your album there and stuff, you know, like I don't exactly. know how far you, you know take saying? it, but I mean that that sounds like a real good you know, That's marketing opportunity too. on both sides, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I was doing, you know, with oh. the, with those uh, connections that I was making and, and those resources uh, that I had back then. I, you know, I used that recently, and we we, we did something at the warehouse uh, in in Northeast DC. Had a go go bang, as I said. Now when they see me, culture over corporate, I gotta I gotta perform the version uh, of of the album with a go go bang. You know what I'm saying? To, 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 to let the people know what the culture is. So now That's dope. Um the the video is on YouTube of the album release party. Um at least I think it's up to XO at the warehouse. Everybody can look it up. Dope. And I I performed with the Go Go band. So when you hear hit me with the hard, um and you hear a uh, song to CC and performing with a band, a go go band. You hear the go go version, you know what I'm saying? And now uh go go we can um grow in that field more not just being a cover band you know what i'm saying doing like songs that's already on the radio but we can do our own songs that we wrote you know what i'm saying nice nice yeah yeah. shout out to gogo man the the dc scene definitely is the originator (laughs) and it's good to hear you talk about it i don't really hear about gogo as much as i used to but it's good to keep hear that you guys are keeping it alive so Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. there's a, another track on the album called The Man, where you have a line where you say, without a man, you can't have no family. And I had to really think about that. And I, and I know it doesn't necessarily mean that a single mother can't raise a family. Right. We know that, especially for you know yeah. us as black people, we've seen it happen over and over again. But I understand the importance of the man to the family structure. So I, I I wanted to ask you, in regards to the way that the the black man is 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 looked at or portrayed today, what position must the black man take today to ensure that his presence and value to his family remains intact? If you could like um, the, share some thoughts, on um, that. I'm 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 gonna say uh, uh, uh you know man get with God man mm. you know get with Allah you know what I'm saying from my perspective that uh, other than that you know what 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 can we say that where can we go you know what I'm saying look at the great men in the past mm. uh that fought against oppression for instance like Malcolm and Martin look at the look at what they stood for you know what I'm saying Malcolm was Muslim. 
Martin was a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Look at what they, they were scholars. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't trying to be famous. They was only famous because of the truth that they were speaking, which was regurgitated information from scripture that was already here, which is the, really the weight of the past. Like in the 40 laws of power, when they say stand on the shoulders of giants, that's the weight that I stand on. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'll be coming with, like, uh, you know. That's why I be saying certain things just so I can have, say this in interviews. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. when the people listen, I can be like, "I that." You know what I'm saying? Dope, dope. You know, and I'm I'm For glad real? you said that oh, yeah, because yeah, your your music. I you know when I always when I think about your music, even going back to Diamond District, like you always had a like a street edge to you. But what I loved about you is that you you always infuse some sort of knowledge of self or just this this importance for wanting to see your people do good right you know or or to to overcome the oppression that exists you know with with people and and you know so I, I would say in a nutshell like your music had a lot of substance to it even though it had a street element to it like what would you say inspired that message in your music like did you have like ogs that put you on you know like what like what what really shaped uptown exos sound as a mc um yeah ogs man put me on you know what i'm saying my you know my mother um uh information i got from both my parents for real for it you know what i'm saying even though uh uh and we had ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? And, and both of our relationships, is, I still um, accredit them for uh, putting me around people um, that, oh. I, that I learned from. And then, you know, in the streets too, though, you know what I'm saying? Like OGs in the streets, you know what I'm saying? That, uh, um, that weren't necessarily OGs in the sense of being so active, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I guess it was... Um, the control chaos, I guess you could say. Mm, you know what mm, I'm saying? That that, that that they had mastered. You know what I'm saying? That 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 is what X XO is, control chaos. So like when you said you you can hear the feel the street edge, you know what I'm saying? It is the it is the wild street edge there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But the chaos is control, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm you know, I, I could I could go on the other yeah. um uh subject matter, you know what I'm saying, about Indeed. my life and what I did to you know, try to validate me in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, other artists do a lot. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, the best thing we can do is teach each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I said in one of my songs, the best thing we can do, the best conversation we can have is teaching each other. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, now the OGs I had, I got to outdo my OGs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I, the reason why I bring that up is because I really have a strong appreciation for artists who... Who you know who may come from the streets, but they don't necessarily glorify it. They they give you the real, the side of it that's real, but they also, like you said, teach. They they you know they understand that in in many ways the streets could be a trap, you know, um, and that they're blessed to be able to, you know, overcome the challenges. So um, and I see that in your music, and I I think it's it's respect it's respectable. You know what I mean? Thank you, bro. Indeed. Appreciate you. So let's talk about culture over corporate volume two. I told you I was going to spend mostly a lot of time on this, these projects. 
Um, and forgive me if I didn't go to the other projects. I just really didn't have time to tap into those. But that's why I'm focusing on the culture over corporate um, series. So, as I said earlier, um, it is a five-track project. And when I listen to the two projects, they actually sound similar. Right. Um, but I know that they, 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 they do have a difference to them. So talk to me about how the two stand out from each other. Like what's what was the whole intention between culture of a corporate one and, you know, the difference between the intention between culture of a corporate two? Like, is there a difference or like clarify yeah. for me? Yeah. Well, what well, the, well, the difference is um, culture of a corporate. I, one, I guess, was like the introduction to the whole brand and the concept and letting everybody know this is this thing is here. You know what I'm saying? And then Culture Over Corporate 2 was the, a little bit of details about what the thing is mm. and uh, what the characters look like in the man. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 the, what the queens look like um, uh, in Lady. You know what I'm saying? I'll be talking to them. You know what I'm saying? what we want for our brothers, you know what I mean? What right. we stand for. The time that's about to be near, you know what I'm saying? We about to get ready for a war, you know what I'm saying? Mm. The, the, the the things that our ancestors left here for that are still here, you know what I'm saying? Indeed. You know that mean? makes so, a lot of uh, sense. I didn't even look at it from that perspective. That's why I like artists yeah. to just kind of break it down because I, I don't be wanting to like... You know, like if I got you on the on the show, like I I I let you tell it. Yeah. You tell it best, right? Because it's your art. But that was that's interesting to know. Yeah. So, at I think it's the first track. It's called Hands. At the end of the track, you uh, I hear you say uh, you kind of end where you say uh, you say a number of reasons why you're still here, right? And yeah. it, it sounds like it's alluding to like black people struggle. Uh, is what it sounds like. Um, you say granddad on dialysis. We still here. Remember who got killed for no reason, but we still here. Now, when I think about black people being still here after all our ancestors have been through, I think about resilience of the black man and black woman. How do we utilize that resilience that we so profoundly have to push even further towards like real progress and real change for us as a people. You know, when we think about the resilience that it takes to still be here, like how do we use that resilience to push us even further forward to, to, to make some real, real changes for ourselves? Cause we still got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, our resilience will get stronger if we, um, acquire the ability to walk away from the things that we love the most. You know what I'm saying? Especially most of the materialistic things. You know what I'm saying? For real. For real. So, um, that's that's and profound. That's gonna be a, that's yeah. gonna be a difficult thing. Yeah. To do. No, but that's and really profound to to walk away from the things that we love so much, especially the material things. I'm glad you said that because I think that yeah. is that is that that's a distraction for a lot of us. Yeah, you know, and and we can easily do that if we create and empower each other through the things that we create using the culture of a corporate mentality. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So and, and I'm motivating you to create something so I can buy it and support it, support it. The people that's listening, 
or motivating you to create something that creates something. You know what I'm saying? That that's why uh, the job um, in the Bible, Job had a lack of faith. But when you create something and you believe in yourself and you don't have a job or a job mentality, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And you can and you can um, put faith in yourself, almost like I stumbled onto my faith. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I stumbled onto my strength, being presented with you know the opportunity for the open mic and Fat Trail, the rapper that ended up getting with Wale and signing Rick Ross. He came out of my open mic. Phil A. Uh, Black Cobain, a lot of artists came out of the open mic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I bought, I bought different. I bought ODB son to that open mic to perform. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Fiend, uh, Pass the Troy, had Pass the Troy down the joints, and then I got into booking other artists. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Speaking of Rock, man, that joint. You know what I mean? Shout out to Cy Rock. She's from DC. Oh too. yeah, big ups to Cy Rock. She just put out an album too, The Sharecropper's Daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ups to Cy Rock. Hopefully, we can get on our show at some point. But um, yeah, no doubt, no doubt man. So, speaking of Wale, like I, I, I meant to ask you this before. Like, what is is your relationship still intact with Wale? Like, what's 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 your relationship with him today? And you know, are there any um, possibilities y'all to work together again? Or we um we work together a lot. Uh, yeah, in the past. Uh, you know, I was a hype man for Wale at shows and all that, you know what I mean? But I think that, uh, you know, in our own uh, quest for self-determination, you know what I'm saying, we've, uh, I guess, got lost in that and lost in the sauce in that, you know what I'm saying, and um, lost time. But every time we see each other, it's all love, you know what I'm saying? Dope. That's when I good. see him at the club and when I see him out and about, it'd be all love. But I don't got his number, I can't call him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, but um, the respect is still there. That's we, good. We, we didn't grow up together. You know what I'm saying? We ain't know each other like that. You know what I'm saying? But we, we worked together. And he saw our rock and, and said, yo, man, come to me. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. You know I'm glad I mean? to hear that at least, the, you know, the respect and the, you know, that is still there, though. That's good. No doubt, man. That's bro. Definitely, definitely. So, another song that's on Culture Over Corporate volume two is called Kurt you say repeatedly yeah. in the song and you actually alluded to this earlier want for your brothers what you want for yourself and yeah. that line speaks to integrity and it also speaks to respect when I listen to it what do you yeah. think is lacking in terms of brothers relationships with each other that is stopping us from being the best men we can be, not only for ourselves, but for our, you know, the little ones out there, and also for our families. Yeah. What's what's that mentality? Us? That mentality came from our oppressors when they came in between. But God made abundance for everybody, and we 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 once lived in a state where uh, we work, we labor, but we labor for ourselves, almost like. Um, uh, remember what you saying? I'm difficult to be an entrepreneur, you know. Uh, but it's as difficult as someone that grows their own food. You know what I'm saying? You have to wait for things to happen instead of them happening immediately. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Like the director files that people be getting from their job or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have to wait and be patient and practice, and practice patience. And that comes with the whole 
different vibe, different frequency. You know what I'm saying? Appreciation is different for a person that practices patience in that way. You know what I mean? A person is not going to be as wasteful. You know what I mean? Uh, so, um, so yeah, one for your brothers, but you want for yourself, man. That was like, um, one of the lines I had to, uh, promote, you know what I mean? As a promoter, it's like, where we promote? We're going to promote liquor, we're going to promote, because we know hip hop is so effective. People take on the, att- the attributes of our words, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they take it on. So, let's consciously speak things and, and manifesting. I only produce songs, but produce good people to the songs that we produce. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wow, well said. So, I guess the la- the last thing I want to say in reference to that album is in relation to your the track War, which I believe is the last track on the album. You have a line where you say, I think you say, how can we do without Queens? How can we do without God? who gave us the air that we breathe. The most powerful things are not seen. The most powerful things are not kings. Can you expound on yeah. why you say the I'm most powerful thing is not trick, seen? Bro. Huh? I'm glad you got that. Dang, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The most powerful things are not seen. Yeah, I wanted you to expound on why you said the most powerful things are not seen. The most powerful thing is like we can't see past. Like they got us grouped so much that we can't see past what we can see. Mm-hmm. And we forgot about uh, who we are, the spiritual aspect, uh, you know, which makes a person have a different in- intention. Um, almost like a person that is aware that he's enrolled in a school and he's thinking about the hereafter. And uh, maintaining a certain balance or average through his actions in school to those assignments that are given, and um, we're thinking about graduating. You know what I'm saying, and then graduating with honors at that. You know what I mean? Even with all the confusion that's happening in school, fights, popularity, dropouts, the popular dropouts who are failing, everybody know. Them, you know what I mean? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, yeah, man, like, uh, you know, I try to I try to make those comparisons and those metaphors, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make people understand mm. where I'm coming from. Yeah, man, you, you have a lot of profound lines, man. As you just kind of, like, comb through the projects, you, 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 you'll catch things here and there. You're like, wow, let me rewind that. Like, that, that, that seemed like it has a, a deeper layer to it. Like you say, beneath the surface, right? <laughs> so I always like That's to kind of ask artists about that. So Uptown... And, and back, to the, back to the, you know what I'm saying, the most powerful things that I've seen, like our breath. You know what I mean? Certain right. people don't even appreciate breath. Certain people don't appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, the world is spinning. And it's on the axis, and the world is spinning around the sun at the same time while it is spinning. And while it is spinning, the whole galaxy is also spinning. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we comfortable. We chilling. You know what I'm saying? Because of the balance that's put in. And that balance is, uh, you know, the discipline of the universe. If it ain't all over the, all over the place, mm-hmm. they control and doing what they're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, um... So for us to reach a higher state, we got to fall in line with a certain discipline. 
and uh, you know uh, the, the corporations have been promoting overindulgence for profit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They wanted to keep buying and buying and buying and buying. They don't. They, they became the middleman of what God made abundant. So we ain't even thinking about doing for self and being self sufficient anymore. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So this is a reminder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, uh, Uptown XO, I want to thank you so much for your time today. Before we get out of here. Can you give the people just an idea of where they can find you, maybe your social media sites or your website? Where can they keep connected with you? And just let us know, like, what else might be in store for you. Are we going to get a, a culture of a corporate uh, volume three before the end of the year? Is it, is it possible we get the trilogy within 2020 or do we got to wait a little it's bit? It's possible, yo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible. I ain't going to hold you. You know what I'm saying? But we be working on it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like right now, it's pretty much done. It's got some kinks that need to be worked out. You know what I'm saying? But you might get it uh, the top of the year, 2021. Okay, okay. that's cool. The trilogy is going to end. You know what I'm saying? Cool, cool, cool. That would be the last part to it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then I got all new music coming out after that. I already got the albums. Like, we're wrapping those albums up right now. Like, got two it. more projects coming out after that. So, where yeah. where can people find you? Like like I said, they want to find you on social media, um, your website, all that. Cultureovercorporate.com. Y'all can um get the album right from my website, and um I got merchandise on my website as well. Um I got I just dropped the Sal Shakur. Uh, we just dropped the um uh, 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 Dr. Savy and the um Marcus Garvey sweater. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, like Culture over corporate. You know what I mean? You know, make, making our kings and queens relevant. You know what I mean? Mm. I had that did it before. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, on on Instagram, Uptown XO underscore Elu. Everybody ain't like us. Everybody ain't like you. Uptown XO underscore Elu. You know what I'm saying? E A L U. Got it. Got it. Elu. Yeah. Everybody ain't like us. I like that one too. Yeah, and everybody ain't like you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. No, Elu. So, so thank you again, Uptown XO. I wish you all the best and continued success, man. For our listeners thank out you, there, continue to check us out. Our website is outtheboxmedia.com. You can find us on anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, what else? Overcast, Stitcher, wherever you pretty much listen to podcasts you'll find out the box talks just type in o-u-t-d-a-b-o-x talks we have a new show every friday so by like midnight or sometimes a little after midnight the new show is up also check out our website uh our merch website where we have t-shirts uh snapback hats sweaters hoodies it's uh outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com and we also have a patreon page where you can get exclusive interviews that have not been heard before and is only for subscribers uh, with some of the artists that we do talk to and, and do interviews with. So these are like exclusive interview clips. So other than that, we look forward to seeing you again in the next week. Thank you again, Brother Uptown XO. Again, much success to you. And to the people out there, indeed, to the people out there, I want to say peace, love, and light. Stay safe, stay healthy, and till next time, we out. Oh, did it, hey, peace, y'all.